like the biggest pile of bullshit. Drama, he seeks out drama. Gary is all about the drama. He spent yes, the whole yes. of the... He spent the night out running around like a dog with two Mickeys, fucking yeah. trying to figure out, who are you with? Who are you like? What are you like? What are you like? And he's like, everybody. Oh Coming to you live from the most landlocked county in Ireland, it's the Park Piles Podcast with your hosts, Peter, Donna Marie, and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip! Hi everybody and welcome back to this week's Port Pals podcast episode four. How's everybody doing? I'm good. How are you? Great week. Yeah, I'm really good. Everything, life life is good. We have sunshine. Summer oh my God. here. Thank God. How nice is it to feel a bit of fucking heat on your skin these days? I actually set out the back yesterday evening on the garden furniture eating me dinner. Now, it wasn't particularly sunny. It was just nice. It was warm. Had the headphones on. And, uh, yeah, just chilling. It was absolutely amazing. It puts you in good mood. Like, driving around with your window down puts me in a good humour. Yeah, it does. It it does. The sun definitely makes every puts everybody in good form. I definitely yeah. feel like I've reached full adulthood because as soon as the sun came out, the washing line came out. <laughs> Oh my God, it's a great day for drying. You cannot be it. I'm getting my garden done at the end of this month and I'm actually having an old-fashioned clothesline installed. I can't fucking wait. We've got a retractable one so you can put it away for the winter. I love it. I just love it. Or if you have guests coming and you don't want the the house to look like... (laughs) Look a little bit uh, council estate, you know? Signs that you're a grown-up. Signs that you like... Running a gaff Here. is when you care more about the line. Science that you're a grown up is when your last Amazon purchase was a drill. Did you buy a drill? I bought a drill. Bob the Builder's toolkit is now complete. It's now full. I've got a drill going around with me, with me cordless drill. Everything will get it. Anything, everything and anything that I can put a hole in, I'll be drilling and sticking on the wall. What do you need? That's straight in there. Well, you might have a drill, but have you got a sander? I have a sander. I have a fucking sander. sander. I actually do have a sander, bitch. So fuck you and your fucking sander. Like, I'm so excited. I'm getting my garden done and I'm actually genuinely more excited about that than I would be if I was going on a holiday tomorrow. Here, listen, we're all excited about your garden because number one, when your garden is finished, you'll stop fucking whinging that you have no money because you've been (laughs) saving for this garden for God knows how long. And number two, the garden will be done. It'll be summer. We get to go fucking day drinking in the garden. That's what my ma said to me yesterday. She's like, so are we going to have drinks out the back? And I was like, because it's being done before the June back holiday. And I was like, of course, obviously. I'm looking forward to the day drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. Sunday, we'll do some Sundays. Sundays, Grand Prix, drinking. Yes. Come on, I'm telling you. It's just life. Moving on. And speaking of life, now that we're, you know, 
the the old people who sit at home and get Amazon orders of power tools and get their back gardens done. Let's talk about some young people who are just living their best life. Let's talk about this week's episode of Below Deck. Say that. Yes. Are they young though? What age is Gary? Oh, no, I think, he's, I think he's nearly 40. Oh, here we go again with the ages. I have to apologise to the listening. And I think <laughs> we're actually going to, I think I'm just going to get a cheat sheet for everybody because every single week we seem to get bogged down with I think it's because we're secretly jealous because we're like not doing things like that. We're at home paying mortgages and getting excited over fucking clotheslines. Yeah, yeah. But to answer the original question, I think Gary's in his 30s. He's been like 15 years working on boats. Like best case scenario, he started when he was 16, so he'd be 31. But I feel like he's probably more like 34 or 35. He has that kind of a aged head on the seedy look but yeah I think, I think gary just will look seedy no matter what he does so i suppose probably a good starting point for this uh, this week's episode which to be fair didn't have tons going on in it the night out was probably the highlight and gary lights yeah. out have now returned to the norm the king is back yes he is he is back and he is winding them up and watching them go it seems like it's pretty easy to do that. You know, he's there, he's talking to Chase and he's like, and him and Colin are like, oh, you know, oh, share a little kiss with Mads and yeah, I'm liking our Mads. And, you know, you can just see the divilment in Gary's eyes and Gary's like, yeah, I had my eyes on her too. Yeah, that's, and straight away they sit down for dinner and Gary's, you know, leching. You, you look gorgeous tonight. And even Mads was like, Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why? Because Mads has watched previous seasons and knew exactly what she was walking into. The impression I got from Chase was he's never seen an episode of Below Deck in his life. I mean, does he not know from watching Gary in previous seasons what to expect? I would tell that man I fancied the fucking sweeping brush if he asked me. I would not admit who I fancied. But I have to say, like, Chase saying to Gary, oh yeah, I like such and such. It's obviously how the Charlestown, the way they do it, where he's from. And then that's why like anybody can be with anyone. Because we saw that in recent episode of Summer House, how they all like date one another down there. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think Chase is coming from that sort of small town. People have a little bit of a code. And, you know, maybe if you're hitting on somebody in the moment, they're not going to try, they're not going to push their way in. But obviously what happens at sea is completely different. This is just Gary just pissing, marking his territory and letting Chase know that he's the boss on the boat and off the boat. Well, look, he said it himself. He said it himself. Like he was in the hot tub with Mads and he was like, two deckhands are fighting over you. And she was like, go. And he says, yeah, but he says, at the end of the day, they're just deckhands. And that was yeah. only a, like, I'm Johnny Big Balls. I'm the alpha on this boat. You know, you take Glenn out of the equation. I'm the fucking main man. I agree. Like, what else happened? Alex nearly drowned. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was so funny. That, like, is absolutely me. You're at the end of, like, your night out. Like, all you want to do is go to bed. Like, I think I've done it in your house a few times where I'm the one that's just asleep on the couch. 100%. Yes, you have, Nave. <laughs> I was sitting there watching that and I was wondering how long it would take for one of them to actually turn around and say, look, Alex, you're actually going to fucking drown, kid. 
Yeah, yeah. Jacuzzi. Yeah. Like, he was like, he was like a fucking, it was like he was brown bread in the, in the jacuzzi. I was surprised and I was sitting there going, are they not going to say something to him? Are they not going to say something to him? Well, I'm sure somebody would have pulled him out if he did go under. And to be fair, I think in the end, they only really said something to touch him on because he was the last one that was there and they would they wanted a little bit of privacy. So it was, yeah. you know, on your bike there, kid. You're you're in the way now. Trees are grout. Yeah, 100%. Next week should be fun. And I would definitely can see the tension between Gary and Chase just building up. But it seems to be building even with Alex because if you watched the clip for next week and Gary's telling Alex, you know, that, oh, he was with Mads. And I, even Alex is coming out and say, what, like, you want me to give you a high five for, like, snogging the girl I like? So it's, yeah. he's just, he's being Gary. He's just creating mischief. He's just <laughs> creating mischief on the boat. That's just and he what says, he does. He says drama finds him, and that's an absolute fucking lie. Oh, my God. That's, like, the biggest pile of bullshit. Drama, he seats out drama. Gary is all about the drama. He spent yes, the whole of the... He spent the night out running around like a dog with two Mickeys, fucking yeah. trying to figure out, who are you with? Who are you with? Who are you like? What are you like? What are you at? And he's like, everybody. Oh he's like, God. I have to make up for last time. I missed a charter. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, talk about, talk about FOMO. Gary's trying to, Gary's trying to run it back, even though he wasn't there. Well, even Daisy was sick of his shit and he wasn't with her for two minutes and she was like, no, I actually can't. Like, Yeah, no, even Daisy, yeah. Even Daisy couldn't deal with it. She's over it. Yeah. Now, we did see, and I don't know where the news picked it up, uh, when they were in the car and they were talking about who they liked and who was nice and Daisy started it off, she said, and it, because it came up in the subtitles, Colin is hot. Yes, that's the start of it. Yeah. She's over Gary and wants to get under Colin. Bring yeah. it on. Yes, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see her with um, Colin. I like yeah. Colin. And like, look at Colin. He fixed the ship, like gave them a season and he can cook in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, he saved that lamb at that dinner. He did. He saved the lamb. He saved the lamb and we, we could see he's very good at handling uh, long, slippery objects. Oh my God. <laughs> shall, we, shall, we, shall we talk about the eel? I probably am just going to make gagging noises because it's like, no. That was actually wrong. Like, I could think of nothing worse. I have to say, I like, I saw the eel and I, I, when she took it out and she was asking, she was like, no, the, the eel? Like, what? Like, why would they send me a whole eel? And I actually said in my head, this eel is going to move. And it did. Eels are, um, eels are extremely hard to kill. Extremely hard. You literally have to cut the head off them. We used to go, and this, it kind of brought it brought me back to my younger days when I used to do a lot of fishing when I was a, a teenager. And we used to go, like, we used to go sea fishing. We used to go fishing in the river. And you catch eels in both. But when you catch an eel, if you're keeping it, you literally either have to be prepared to put it in your, your bag and have a wriggling. Like, I remember cycling back from the strawberry beds one day. And it, there was an eel wriggling in the back of my bag all the way while I was cycling through the Phoenix Park. <laughs> no, no. And just just for the listener, because obviously, obviously we, we, we don't have visuals there. The two girls are, you know, there's there's a lot of gagging faces and noises being made here in the background. 
But I have the weakest of stomachs, and I swear to God, like I'm nearly sure it was still wiggling when I when I chopped his head off. Oh yeah, it does. Eels are Not, very very difficult to kill. But, uh, I wouldn't even eat one. I just I wouldn't like eat. Oh, they're delicious. Oh, they're yeah. absolutely delicious. No. You now the only thing is the skin is incredibly difficult to get off. So you kind of have to cook it with the skin on and then peel the skin off because you can't just, you know, you can't just fillet it the way you would like a normal fish or just peel the skin off. That doesn't work with an eel. So you kind of have to either boil it or fry it and just peel the skin off. (laughs) I can actually just feel it wriggling around. God, can we move on, please? I just I can't. <laughs> so have we so we we've we've covered the food then. We're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on the food this week. Now I just have a question and it's based off Mads and Chase. They brought up that age-old debate of do you say sun cream or sunscreen? Sun cream. And it was uh Lucy and Chase. They had the conversation. Oh, was on, it? Uh, yeah. Sun cream. It's sun cream. Of course it's sun cream. cream. Yeah. She was right. What are you putting on you? It's cream. (laughs) I was like, yeah. Okay. They want to be different and they say sunscreen. But a sunscreen is actually something different altogether. Like a sunscreen is something you put up in your car on the back window when you have a child in it. And you put the sunscreen up to stop the sun getting in on the child. Whereas you you never put sun cream on the window of your car at any point to stop it. So you can't, yeah, it doesn't work. You can't, they're not interchangeable. Yeah, no, sun cream or, you know, I'll let you get away with sun lotion, but no, sun cream. Yeah, but sun lotion, like, I mean, seriously, where are you from? I can imagine Daisy saying sun lotion. I think Daisy might be a lotion girl. Uh, I I was watching an episode there the other day. It was an old one. And she was talking to uh, the chef. And he was, they were all like tomatoes. And she was like, tomatoes. (laughs) 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 And I was like, 100% Daisy, it is a tomato. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fucking tomato. And it's a potato. So, you know, like, let's not get into singing the fucking song. Because those people are just wrong. (laughs) You just say it's a potato. Yeah. It's not, it's a bidet. Oh, it's a bidet. Sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. In Ireland, it's a bidet. It's not a potato. Actually, only Dublin is it. it. Actually, in Dublin, it's a bidet. The rest of the country, then, it's a spud. Potato. <laughs> it's a spud. <laughs> Love an old posh poster, kid. Yeah. Anyway, right. Yeah. How did we get from sun? Yeah. Okay. Now we know. We, we moved from sunscreen to fucking potatoes. Just a quick recap on how, like, I know we brushed on it last week, how nice the fucking guests were. But, oh, my God, like, what's your man at? Getting up from the dinner table to pick up the fucking clothes that they had dropped on the floor? Hello? Couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, how nice are they? When you flip back to the last chart of guests who were pigs and left more than towels lying around and he gets up from the dinner and off he goes oh no you didn't pick them up already that's why i come down to clean up oh anyone who's been following our social media knows that we've been we've been throwing out clips of you know really bad guests from the below deck series and donna our social media director will be able to answer do you remember the group of women who the l1 left all the fucking uh, makeup all over the white seats. We haven't done that part yet because we focused on her son-in-law, Chuck. Okay, okay. 
So she has still yet to destroy the fucking couch with fake tan. Nice. The door. Nice. There's a there's one to look at. Stephen fake tan. That was foundation. She she foundation all over her. She was a manky old bitch. Well, doorboard. It was like that. I don't know. Like maybe if you remember it, the rimmel shimmer that you used to put on like oh pre fake tan days. Yeah, and he was and so was just... shimmery and shiny after, like, and also patchy. But if you went out in it and it rained, you were fucked, like, streaks all down your legs. Bollocks, yeah. like, this was, like, wash on, wash off shit, like. Just, you just imagine you're Saturday night, and you Saturday night out in a rainy night in Dublin, and by the time you get home, you're fucking... <laughs> you look like a fucking zebra crossing. <laughs> I used to put it on my legs, underneath my tights before I went to work I used to work in an airline and if I was walking from the car park into the airport and it was lashing rain I would have all these like streaks down the back of my legs that were like the tights were only like shimmery tanned ones like and you could see them why why would you put tan why would you put tan on under tights in preparation for going out yeah, no, you just had to, like, you know, you still looked a bit pasty, like, no, and like, you're talking about me, I'm fucking translucent, like. <laughs> okay. Seriously, seriously, I'm sure the listener is getting a good idea, because imagine how fucking pasty do you have to be, that even when you put tan on, you need tights on, to give yourself a bit of fucking colour, oh my god. <laughs> Listen, you know, I'm see-through, like I am see-through. Yeah, in fairness, if there was ever a if there was ever a trope box for white people, Donna could be on the front of it. That's a, 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 a <laughs> no mistake. She absolutely could be. I was in Thailand once, and I woke up like to the noise of these like Thai cleaners just. Oh my god! And I opened my eyes to see what the fuck was going on. They were like putting their arms up against my white pasty arm and laughing. And when they saw that I was late, they were awake, like they were like, oh my God, you're so white. You're so white. So yeah, I am fucking see-through. And I used to put fake tan underneath my tanned tights. Next week's guests look very interesting. You know, when when you see a dude talking about film by big fucking chain, you know, you know it's going to be good. So expect a little bit of, uh, expect the crew to be working hard next week for their money. Yeah, B.A. Baracus has come to fucking town, like, so we'll see how that one goes. Um, Yeah, so that's it for Below Deck. It was a quiet enough week. Right. The Battle of the Leos. I think I did tell the girls in advance what their sub, what the, the subject was, but this week they have absolutely no idea what show they're answering questions on. Donna, you had first pick last week. Maeve is in the lead, so Maeve, you can pick A or B this week. B. So Maeve has gone for B. And this week's questions are on Vanderpump Rules. Oh, yes. Bring it. Bible. I am questioning the difficulty of these questions for, you know, avid fans, but let's, let's give it a go. You went for B, Maeve, yes? Yeah. Cool. So your five questions. What is Lisa's daughter's name? Pandora. Correct. Who did Jax cheat on Britney with? 
actually don't know. If you asked me who he cheated on Stassi with, I would have said Christian but, or Kirk Kristen. But no, not for Brittany. Banner? Faith. Yeah. Who was the man that Stasi hung out with after she broke up with Jax? No idea. Oh no, the, the current champ is fading fast. Yeah. I don't think Donna knows. I do, I can picture him. He worked at Soar and he was a tall dude with slick hair. Asshole with a few drinks on him. Just can't remember his fucking name. Okay, we'll move on, Donna. We move. You don't get a point for it anyway. So, <laughs> he pumped you before the end, maybe. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Frank. Oh, yes. Frank. Okay. Right. So, Maeve's got one out of three so far. Question four. Where did Tom Sandoval first work with Ariana? Was it Phil Blanket that she had the other restaurants. There you go. Well done, Maeve. Very good. So that's two. And your final question. What is Lisa Vanderpump's estate called? Villa Rosa. Very good. So Maeve has got three out of five. So that's your target, Donna Marie. Okay, bring it. What is Lisa Vanderpump's husband's name? Ken, same as me on. You'd have been <laughs> shot if you forgot that one. <laughs> What's Lisa's favourite colour? Pink. Very good. What is the name of Sheena's single? Oh my Jesus. I was only watching an episode today where she was like dancing in the living room to it. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Go. Gold is gold. Well done, Gold mate. is gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Donna's, Donna's missed one. She can afford to miss one more to bring it to a tie break. Question four. In which state did Jax and Brittany get married? Ugh. Did they go back to Kentucky? Correct. Yes. So this is this is for the win, Donna Marie. This is to this is to <clears throat> take the series to one one. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. Go. Where did Brittany work when she met Jack? Scooters. Correct. <laughs> so this. This week's this week's Battle of the Dales champion is Donna Marie. Well done. Ties up the series at one apiece. How are you feeling? Grant, I just want to thank me, Matt, for having me and thank all my friends for, you know, just being yours. It's amazing. It's a great win. <laughs> I'm proud of me. And Maeve, as the as the late great Larry Gogan used to say, it just didn't suit you this week. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, moving on to our final part of the show, our roundup from the rest of the Bravoverse. So, Maeve, Summerhouse, where, what's happening this week? Where are we at? So, in real life, uh, the two girls went to, or three girls went to the Met Gala, Paige, Amanda, and Sierra. So, that would be the first time 
anyone from Summer House has gone to one. I don't know about anyone from Bravo. Would the, would any of the housewives have gone in the yeah. past, maybe? I think, I don't know if they went to the Met Gala or they went to the Met Correspondence for one of the entertainment channels. Seems Check like that. a pretty big deal going to the Met Gala. Yeah. I mean, it's 50 grand a ticket. Would you be arsed? No. 50 grand a ticket. Like, I mean, seriously, I'd want someone shining me ball bag all night for 50 grand. For 50 grand. And they want to be under the table. Here in the rug. <laughs> from the start of the night till the end. And I want to be getting a massage at the same time. Like, seriously, for 50 grand a plate? No. For a dinner? No. Good luck. And then in the Summer House episode, it's where Andre comes back with Lexi, brings a bit of life into the series. And then we have Carl asks Lindsay to marry him, which the most bizarre reason was given for them going early to the beach. Carl wanted her to go to the beach with him so they could collect twigs for the fire. In fairness, like... It's a bit of a it's a bit of it's kind of ironic that he's asking that he's asking his missus to go and collect a bit of extra wood before he proposes to her. Like seriously, Carla, she's not collected enough wood in her life at this stage. Oh my god. <laughs> like she, she's practically fucking Geppetto. She's worked on that much wood. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy his corny speech. And I don't know that I enjoy Danielle's behaviour. I mean, I'm team Danielle. I love Danielle, but come on now. Just give it a rest. Yeah. To react like that. It's getting a bit much now. Like, I am totally team Danielle because I just can't stand fucking Lindsay. I just, there's something she, there's not many females that give me the ick, but fucking Lindsay Hubbard fucking definitely gives me the ick. And... So for that reason alone, I'm team Danielle. But at the end of the day, like seriously, you cannot have that reaction and ruin somebody's engagement night, party, whatever happens. Like we see it next week. It all kicks off. She gets upset. Keep your mouth shut. And if you want to have a heart to heart about it after a week or two, do that. But no, don't make it all about you. And it seems by the clip for next week that that's exactly what happens. And there's no coming back from that. No, no, you can't. You, like, I mean, this is the biggest day or the biggest night of Carl and Lindsay's lives. And whether you like them, love them, hate them, you have yeah. to give them their moment. Like, I mean, just suck it up for one night and get over your own feelings. Nothing has been resolved in all the time that you talk. What's the no. difference? Just put it away and talk about it afterwards. The only pe- person he needed to tell was her family. You know, yeah. that's all that mattered. Like now, I do have a question. Carl talked about Lindsay's parents being there. Now, I was under the impression that Lindsay didn't have parents that were in her life. Now, I don't know whether her father was dead, but I know she certainly never didn't have a relationship with the mother and the only family she really had or had major contact with was that aunt Rhonda that we have yeah. seen in the past has something changed there that we don't like that wasn't don't know. talked about yeah if it did they didn't touch on it they didn't speak about it you know she kept it private so i don't know 
Hmm, interesting. I just I found it strange that Carl just trying to throw it in there and there was no explanation considering seasons past what had been said. We might get one next week. Or maybe Andy will ask it at the reunion. Yeah, true, true. So speaking of speaking of re- the reunion, um you had a little bit of you had a little bit of tea about the reunion, Donna Marie. Yeah. I heard Andy on the radio the other day saying that he was filming a Below Deck reunion in June. So I hope we get a Below Deck sailing yacht reunion and I really hope it's in person because we've not had that. Yeah, it's. I know it's difficult to get a Below Deck in person reunion because these people are constantly traveling. I see like, I mean, you look at their social media, even today, I think Colin's on his boat. Mm. They're scattered to the winds. Um, yeah. So it's hard to get them all in the one place. But yeah, look, a reunion show for Below Deck is always great. We missed out on one for the last Below Deck season. I know they had that, you know, sort of tribute show for Lee. But, you know, that's not a reunion. It's not the same yeah. thing. That man deserved a tribute show apart from that. Yeah, he deserved better. Yeah. He really did. Yeah. So no, that will be it will be uh, interesting and we'll 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 look forward to uh we'll look forward to that. Um anything else happening in the Bravoverse? Well, look, if you're in the Bravo world, you'd have to be living under a rock not to see the big leak yesterday. Not to be talking about Sandoval, because there's enough people talking about it. But for the first time, to my knowledge. There was a Bravo leak and the trailer for the final episode of Vanderpump Rules was leaked online to the point where Bravo had to scramble and re-release their version of it. So in the papers now today, an investigation's launched to see who is behind the leak. But yeah, there's an Instagram page called Not Today Nick (laughs) and they leaked it. It's interesting that yeah, we don't normally we don't normally associate Bravo shows with major leaks. Uh no. obviously like Vanderpump is probably the one that has the most eyes on it because of the whole yeah. scandal thing and like let's not get into it. But you know, it's only a trailer. So like why would you Listen, why- you obviously don't watch Vanderpump rules? It's not just a trailer. <laughs> it's never just a trailer. It is the trailer. I mean, if this page could leak the rest of the episodes and leak the reunion, that would be amazing. Like, we would all revel in that. But it's not just a trailer. It's the trailer. Yeah, I, I, I do actually feel that I should go back and like just watch Vanderpump Reels and just take a couple of weeks and just plow the season yeah. out of it and sort of and you have to, to start you have to start at season one. Oh, of course of course you it up from season two or season three you cannot start at the start i started re-watching it there last week i'm on season six now and i just i'm like oh my god i how oh i said i wasn't going to talk about this but yeah there was a leak <laughs> there was a leak and there she goes. There she goes. It's so listen. When something is so big and so topical, it's very difficult not 
to talk about it. And we've been lucky on the show that we haven't dragged ourselves into it because it's not a show we particularly focus on. Uh, so we haven't dragged ourselves into it. But yeah, it's we've talked now. The first real discussion we've had about Vanderpump, and there you go. It's just almost impossible to bring up. Not to bring up. I cannot wait to see the last few episodes, the reunion, and then I can't wait for next season. So I'm just... In looking forward, we have a premiere this week on Bravo coming up on the 8th. And that is the brand new show, Summerhouse, Martha's Vineyard. Yes, I am looking forward to this. And it looks so exciting. It definitely brings a lot more life than the current Summerhouse. Yeah, hopefully it's hopefully it's going to bring us back to what we saw in Summerhouse in, you know, at you know, in the beginning. Yeah, the early years. The early years. So that's something that um that if you check out our social media this week, we're gonna be we're gonna be covering, throwing out some bios on some of the new cast and following up. And this is definitely a show that we are gonna be following. So you can tune in every week for reviews on Summerhouse Martha's Vineyard and all the tea that goes with it. So any last words before we uh before we head off? Now, I'm going to have a good weekend. It's Formula One. We're heading to Miami. And by us heading to Miami, it means we'll all be sitting on our couches with the TV <laughs> on and watching, and watching from the cover. We are not actually heading to Miami. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will catch you all next week. Take care. Bye.